0: Welcome back to Avenue for Growth podcast. This is Tina Villian talking, and I am the founder of Avenue for Growth Programs and Avenue Coaching Consulting Group here in Sweden. Now, today we wanted to talk about why they don't buy. And when I say they, I mean, of course, our customers and clients. This is episode. 15 and I am so happy to have you back. If you're a first time listener, welcome to Avenue for Growth. If you're not first time, welcome back. All right, so why don't they buy? This is a question that I get from all our clients, and you know, sometimes it is about you as a business owner, sometimes it is just about you, and you need to fix things, you need to Focus on some things that we're going to cover today in order to fix it and increase your sales. And sometimes it's just not about you. And uh, it's very important to know when it is not about you, because if it's not about you, it's very difficult to try to fix it. Of course, there are always some strategies that you can do, but... uh, Generally, if you can't control something, if something is out of your control, then it is not something that you can just fix. So if it is about you, then let's fix it. If it's not about you, we can, of course, uh, change the the way we influence the uh, outcome so we can change our own strategies, what to do about it. So... Number one reason people think that, you know, the client say no to you is because that you have too high price. Okay, so this is what I hear all the time. They say, maybe it's because my price is too high. And then they start very reactively looking at different kind of strategies. Well, maybe we can go out with the discount. Maybe we should lower our prices. Maybe we should do something about the prices because obviously the price is too high and uh, sometimes it is the price but it's not always that the price is too high it can also be that the price is too low you know people want to buy quality and particularly if you're a service provider if you solve some major business or life problems people want to go to the best person The best company who can solve that specific problem and if you position yourself with your prices as being the number one choice for your industry for the clients then also your prices must be higher they cannot be lower you cannot be the lowest priced supplier of this type of services because you will also be considered as the lowest quality and when people are trying to solve some kind of a major problem they want to go for the quality we always rather pay for the quality either the regardless of if the quality is perceived quality or if it's a real transformational quality like uh, your expertise the way you provide the solution for your customers and clients so no it's not about the pricing it can be but it's very often not about your price is too high but let's leave the price at the end because it's often it's not about the price what is it then about why they don't buy if you ever ask yourself this question why do these people why don't they just buy why don't they come and click this buy button more often more frequently or faster maybe there's something that we need to fix in your business Okay, so the first reason could be that you have not identified the real problem that you are solving for your clients. A lot of service providers, coaches, consultants, uh, service companies, agencies, they go on and on about different kind of uh, undefined and unmeasurable things that they could do for this particular client or even worse they talk about their own passions their own dreams their own goals and so on and they hope that somebody would be so inspired that they would bring out the credit cards and come and buy from them But in reality, if you haven't defined the exact problem that the people have, the people who come to you, their own passions, their interests, their dreams and the problems that they have, they want to get solved. And if you haven't identified and if you cannot match your service, your solution with that real problem problem and a need it's very difficult to get them to take action now recently I was in a conversation when somebody said in this was a roundtable conversation between women entrepreneurs and somebody says now they buy because they like me and while that might be true even if people like you they still don't buy from you because if they don't need what you have they're not going to buy anything from you they can be your friends But they're not going to buy from you, okay? You really have to identify the real problem that these people have and demonstrate that you have a solution to this problem. It also could be that you really haven't demonstrated the value that they can get out of working together with you. It could be so that they know that you can solve the problem, but that the value that they get out of solving this problem is not big enough. It's not high enough so that they would invest in that solution. So your job is to demonstrate the value that the people can get out of working with you and with your company. And in this way, they will understand that this solution is something that they must invest in now because the value is so high. Of course, it can be also that they don't trust you. And it of course can be that they don't like you. If they find that the solution that you provide is something that they really need in their business. So it's directly in connection with the real problem that they have. But they just don't trust you or and they don't like you. They don't like the way you are they don't like the way you act they don't like maybe the branding aspects of your business for example there might be something about your personality something about your business your company values your mission values that just doesn't sit very well then they will rather go to somebody else again that the likability is not the only thing they only go to those people who they like and can solve the problem so if they are going to solve a problem they really need to see that there is a solution to this particular problem that they have the value is very high and they also like this person or this company they can align with the values they align with the methodologies that they use and they can trust that this company is somebody and this person is somebody who can actually solve this problem and be for them, so that the real problem will disappear for good. It could also be that they have other priorities. I used to work in corporate for many, many years, and I know that corporate planning is usually quite long. And uh, even though some instances inside the corporates know that there's something that should be solved You know, you have identified that this corporate has this problem. It's just that the timing is very wrong right now. Maybe this customer has already made plans for the next year and year after that. For example, inside of our programs, we help our customers and clients to create this long-term direction for their companies. So it doesn't really matter what somebody's trying to sell to them when they know that it doesn't really match their long-term planning. And if it doesn't match their long-term planning, you are not going to get business there. So the timing can be very, very off and the priorities that these potential clients have can be so very different, even though they really would need to solve this particular problem. It's just that the priority is something else right now and you won't get. The deal. Maybe they just don't have the need. So, even though you think that people should actually invest in your services, it could be so that they don't have the need and they just feel that. Okay, very good, sounds nice, we don't need it. Or maybe they don't know about it. Your job is to demonstrate the value for the people. Why exactly they should invest in this type of solution? What is it that they get? What kind of problems they have now? And what kind of problems they can prevent if they invest in this service or product that you have? There's also another reason why they would not say yes to your company, and it is because they are solving this particular problem in other ways. So they do have the need and they are ready to invest but they are maybe investing already in different ways. For example, they might have some kind of uh, agreements with some other suppliers that are supplying similar services. Maybe they have this thing solved in-house or they're planning to solve this thing in-house. They may be building something similar in-house that is going to solve this problem or they have some kind of a workaround right now. Again, it's not going to be the priority. So it's not about you, it's not about that your service is not good enough, it's just that they have another way of working, another way of doing things. Another reason also that has less to do with you as a service provider and more to do with the client and where they are at in the processes, in their lives, in their businesses is that it's just too much work for them internally. So let's say, for example, you would like to provide some kind of a service for a company. And even though your company is great and you could provide a lot of value for this client, oftentimes there are a lot of resources that has to go into this project from the client's side, meaning that they just don't have time or resources to put into this project. And that's why they oversee it because they see, well, this is great, but we just don't have the time and this is particularly true for small business owners as you know as a small business owner yourself most probably you have hands full all the time so we just don't have the time to invest in some things because we know that learning curve is long you know it will take a lot of time I don't have the resources right now so I need to postpone this decision because I just don't have the resources right now. Of course, it can be also that you haven't identified and defined the process of starting to work with you, how it works, how you work, how your company works, what the client needs to do, what you need to do, who does what, when and how. And as long as the process of working together with your company or even buying from you is complicated, the client's are more likely to say no thank you because if they don't understand what they're supposed to be doing, they don't even know how to buy that thing that you want to sell, then they are more likely to say no and just move on to the next one and maybe not even solve the problem at all. Okay. So when you are designing the actual sales process, the onboarding process for your company, or you are talking to your potential clients create it so that it's so easy for them to understand what exactly is happening, what comes first, what you do, what they do, where they need to be, what kind of decisions they need to be making along the way so they are not confused. For some episodes ago, I told you about this new supplier to my company and we started working together and I had high hopes because I've been looking at this company for a while and I really wanted to have them on board as part of my team and take that specific function and actions away from my table so that they will be doing it. Now unfortunately it turned out that the onboarding process was so bad. The way how they started this uh, client relationship which I hope to be a long-term relationship and this was a very very big important function in my company so I really wanted to have this solved. And, but the onboarding process the get started working with the company was so below any kind of measurements bad so I decided after one month we've been trying to make it work and please remember I work with this kind of things and we help clients to design processes onboarding processes client success processes you know delivering services so that people are so happy about the service and they want to stay there for years okay this is what I do so Of course, I might be a little biased as well, might be a little high expectations too. But then again, as a client, you should have high expectations. So this particular company completely failed in the onboarding process. And uh, unfortunately, nothing could save that. And I had to cancel that service. And I'm really sad about it. I really wanted to have that. But now we're looking for a new supplier who we can work with. Okay. And uh, the last point today is that maybe the results are just very, very unclear. So we talked about the problem you haven't identified. If you Haven't identified the real problem, then it's also very difficult to define the actual results that the people will get by working with you or buying from you. And this is all about you. You know, I started this episode by saying that sometimes it is about you and sometimes it's not about you. Sometimes it is about the buying, the client that you are trying to sell to, okay, the one who is making the decision to buy from you. Now, If you haven't identified the real problem, if you haven't identified the results and clearly demonstrate and show the results to this person who is looking at your services, if you haven't demonstrated the value, if you haven't built the trust, and if you haven't built the likability between you, your company, and this person, then it is definitely about you if there are other priorities, if the client says that they really need this, but now it's just not the right time, if they have another way of solving the problem, if they feel that this is just too much work, This is not so much about you because clearly you cannot control the way they do business. But then again, of course, you can help them to come to the conclusion by making the process much easier, providing them more tools and better tools and better support so that they understand that this is actually doable for them. And of course, being there for them so that when they feel ready, you know, when the priority is high, when they're ready to buy, then you are still there and be seen as the one and only supplier the one and only provider for this company to solve this specific problem that only you can solve okay so that's all for today happy monday my favorite day and i am so delighted to have New wonderful day, come over to Avenue for Growth, come inside our training group in Facebook uh, we have a lot of trainings there, we're still in the middle of Activate Your Growth live boot camp, so we have a few days left and the few days that we're going to have Monday and Tuesday are going to be so, so great so come over and join the trainings, say hello if you go to LinkedIn and you wanted to add me, Tina Villian, you can find me, add me as your contact and please don't forget to say hello send me a message and say hello I don't understand how people add other people without saying anything so if you add me please send me a message and tell me who you are so we can start interacting and connecting okay have a wonderful day talk soon bye